Pardon. Oh my gosh. We stop talking. It. Stop talking. Okay. Back up. Back up. Back up. Okay. Okay. We're we're on now. Okay. So we, anything let's say anything we say is, is on the podcast it's for the airwaves. Okay. So Ooh. let's go ahead and talk about people that we don't like by name. <laughs> you go first. <laughs> well, first, let me give my full address. <laughs> I live at. <laughs> I live. The Somewhere. Empire State Building. <laughs> Welcome, in New York, New York. No. Does your arm hurt? No, just my upper arm. From all those pull-ups. Mm-hmm. I just did a lot of like push-ups and pull-ups and jacking off. I oh. mean, no, too far. This is a family podcast. Where Meaning I have a family. <laughs> I have a family. You don't have a family. <laughs> You don't have a family. So it's like you're you you're alone. Things. Not in this family home. <laughs> you're alone. It's okay. No, it's not. <laughs> Go find a husband. <laughs> Isn't that sad? It's, Isn't that sad? Does that make you like, feel sad? Like your life is well, just like... Well, it didn't until this moment. Oh. oh. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to so cry? what's wrong with your arm? <laughs> I got my second Fauci ouchie. Wow. <laughs> You're one of the, the double dosers. Mm, oh, yes. Moderna, honey. A Moderna king. It just shows class and elegance. Oh, honey. Don't worry. I've got the Moderna vaccine. I love the Moderna does sound like it's like you can buy it from Ooh, Neiman Marcus. It's so classy. Johnson & Johnson. It's like, did you, get, did you pick that up at the Walgreens you before got, you headed over here? I just picked up a Johnson & Johnson. You yeah. got shampoo? No, I got the vaccine. Uh, oh, also uh, four oh nine. Yeah, just picked it all up <laughs> and, together. Uh, toilet paper too. Uh-huh. Just one what shot. What else do they sell? Just got a little like, just a little pinprick. No, go see no the wild, wide range of Johnson and Johnson <clears throat> products. Uh, they have a lot of it. It's kind of like um, what, what's it? G- General General Mills. D- don't they have like a giant range of products from cereal to like light bulbs? No, I'm thinking of General Electric. Yeah. But uh, I think General Electric also does who? a lot. P&G. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. P and G, they've got like full ass like oil chemicals and like hydrochloric acid all the way down to like kids' toys. <laughs> like oh, mm-hmm. okay, interesting. Emodium. Ooh, I use That's that so much. Johnson and Johnson. Injured by a dangerous drug or medical device, get a free <laughs> Sue Johnson and Johnson right now. <laughs> oh, I thought that they had more like oh yeah like Splenda. Johnson Johnson owns Splenda. Oh. And AccuView. What's AccuView? Contact Solutions. Oh. Avino. Avino Baby. Mm. Labo Labo. Oh, I love Labo Labo. Tylenol, Ben. I have Benadryl. No, idea, no idea what that is. Ethicon. You're just <laughs> le- saying things. You have no idea what they are. I don't know. Well, I, I know what some of them are. <laughs> I know what Avino Advanced is. Advanced Blister Care. Oh, perfect. I need that. Stay free. Is that a pad? Maybe. Other than my pad. You're asking the wrong person. Caladrill. What? No. You have periods all the time. Well, that's just emotional. Yeah. I don't bleed. Wait. (laughs) (laughs) Spiders. (laughs) It opens up my vein. There's spiders everywhere. (laughs) They're like, I hate these. (laughs) I hate spiders. Actually, okay, what was one pet that you always wanted as a kid? Hamster. That was super weird oh i thought that you were gonna say that we weren't allowed to have oh no i had a hamster what would i have had i don't fucking know a bunny okay i always wanted one of those like king scorpions like oh, those no. big ones at You're the pet store weird. yeah i'm fucking weird i never wanted a tarantula 
but I wanted like one of those like big scary king scorpions. I don't know what I was gonna do with it. Or like a puffer fish. Ooh. I would have that too. Saltwater aquariums. Yeah. Savannah won't let me have a, a aquarium. I'm like fish smell awful. You smell awful. Yeah, they do. <laughs> so I do cats. Know that's not true. Cats are disgusting. Cats do. I, cats are disgusting. They're just gross little motherfuckers. The girls are like. Can we get a cat or a dog? And I'm like, you have a dog. You have this dog. <laughs> we don't you really like aren't that one. Allowed to pet. <laughs> you can look at it from afar. Just wave at him, and he's like, mm, don't wave don't at me. Wave it. Like from in the kitchen all the way to the lounger. It's like, mm, okay, sorry, I won't wave. <laughs> You're using the lounge now. That's the lounge because that's what you told me to call it. And if you don't, oh my god. Oh, whenever we used to work together, you'd always be like, "Oh, this is the this is the um uh the fucking weird name rooms," and I was just like, "Room one, room two." <laughs> You're like, "Oh, this is the the Schiffero. I don't know. <laughs> no, I use normal words. There's a foyer. Foy- yeah, I never called it a foyer, and it's a foyer, not a foyer. <laughs> Do you did you see how hard my eyes just rolled in the back of my head? I didn't even know you had eyes until just now. It's look at a move. They're glass. glass? They're... <laughs> Stupid. Yes. I'm just full on blind. I'm like, okay, what am I reading? <laughs> I'm just... Anyway, so Johnson and Johnson's are great. <laughs> they make Rogue. <laughs> what have I just been making up stories for 99 episodes? <laughs> oh, yeah, that wasn't even real. <laughs> and you're like, I'm going to just do my best. Son of Sam. Yeah, he, he was guy. He His guy. dad's name was Sam. Mm. And he, like, murdered the people. His guy. His dad's name was Uncle Sam. <laughs> Exactly. He was in charge of the U.S. military. <laughs> and, and he said, we want you to go kill people. They went to Vietnam and everybody was mad. And then he saw a dog and was like, ooh, that dog told me to do something crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then sure enough, it ended up being right. See, that's how it I make really it my did. stories. I'm really good at it, right? You are great at that. I'm also good at making eye contact when I have no clue what I'm looking at. <laughs> Pop one out right now. <laughs> Just oh. knock, knock me in the back of the head. <laughs> my eyes! I can't see without my eyes! Oh, wait. I could never see. Anyway. <laughs> and then you just roll around on your feet. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Velma looking for you. Wait, glasses. how did I drive here? I could just feel the road. <laughs> oh, just... That's a bump. <laughs> boom, boom. Oh, that was a human. Oh, <laughs> my leg! My leg! <laughs> exactly. That's exactly how that worked. Um... Speaking of me driving over here, I had a lot of weird thoughts over on my way over here. Do you, when summer comes around, since you were a summer child as well, mm-hmm. whenever summer is coming around, do you just like feel like your energy just like doubling? Do you just like feel? Ha- do you? No, you like the the winter and all the clouds. Like I don't. Oh, I want it to. <clears throat> I want hurricane uh, force rain without the flooding. Mm-hmm. And the wind. Where's all the water going to go? I don't fucking care. <laughs> just let the earth swallow it. Yeah. <laughs> it's thirsty. <laughs> just put it in the center or something. Just one big ball of water. Actually, no. What I want is for it to rain really hard and then for the water to go back up into the clouds. And just away from but, me. <laughs> but like rain. Yeah. <laughs> so rain, but reverse. Okay. And then just keep that cycle. Okay. Just like pour down rain and then go... <laughs> That's, I think it's evaporation. No, but I want it to happen faster. like rain. <laughs> but faster. Much so faster. I want the droplets to come out of puddles whoop, and fly whoop, up to the sky. Uh, we could just reverse time. Yeah, time but loop. I don't want to live in the same two-hour period for we the could, rest of my life. Well, let's just let's do the time warp again. 
I've never seen that. I'm just, it's just canceled. Um, I've only watched it one time all the way through, and it's timeless. I will say that. Yeah, so how do you feel about The Ring? Uh, I did watch that one time. Um, and... I watch it every year a couple times. Yeah, I know you do. You want to watch it right now? Absolutely not. Oh. oh my day is ruined. I wish it would rain. Anyways, back to me. So no, my thought. No, process... we're still talking about me. <laughs> thought process on my way over here. Um, I could just like feel my gay powers just being like, "Ooh, it's summertime." And like, what is Ooh. your sign again? You're a Gemini. I'm a Gemini. Did you know that we're supposed to be friends? Leo's and Gemini's are supposed to be friends. Yeah, I thought it was weird too. That is a weird concept. Us being friends. Yeah, I was like, no. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know who this man is. <laughs> Get out of my house. <laughs> I never showed... Uh, do you know the meme of Kiki Palmer? It's uh, like a picture of Kiki Palmer. And, and they're this like, is this, my... <laughs> this girl gets like a mean dick in high school. Oh, no. <laughs> She's like, uh, this was my sister. Oh, yeah, that, she that died one. in a car accident at the Metro Rail. I, I'm sorry, but could you please take this down? <laughs> She's like, Baby, this is Kiki Palmer. <laughs> Maybe this is kiki ass motherfucking palmer the gays have taken that so hard like whenever a gay will post a, a thirst trap or something like that another gay will get on there like sir i don't mean to be rude but will you take this down this is, this is my brother who died in a car <laughs> sometimes the gays that are uh, that people are trolling like being trolled on are like this is me like it's confusing and then they say maybe this is kiki palmer <laughs> <laughs> this is so funny. Uh, the gays are, are trolls. Uh, one trend that I'm in love with right now is the um, the black and white photos. And oh, they're like, it's like, oh, this, this is... is my grandmother right after she cured AIDS <laughs> in 1981. <laughs> and it's just like a random celebrity. It's Katya. <laughs> my favorite was the the Britney Spears was like, oh, this was my first. Uh, this was my great grandmother on the first uh, flight across the Atlantic. She was the first female female flight attendant to fly across the ocean. It's just motherfucking Britney Spears in, yeah. <laughs> in her outfit. I'm like, you fuckers are so stupid. I saw one that somebody had posted about Katya, and <clears throat> it was like Katya at a, one of her shows, and <laughs> she had taken a picture with the audience, uh-huh. and it was like, this is my great grandmother and her friend. During the air raids in London in 1941. Stop. And then Katya reposted it and said, not a phone in sight. <laughs> not a single one. Oh, man. Yeah, those are uh, quite funny to me uh, recently. What was I saying? <laughs> Your powers are doubling. Uh, no. We already, uh, I. Anyways, so what, what do you... So speaking of sign... Um, what? Signs was not a great movie. I watched it a couple times, but the aliens were just not really believable <clears throat> that they're affected by water like that. Why would you come to Earth? Well, that's like War of the Worlds. War I've the... never seen that. Oh, I actually didn't hate War of the Worlds. It has Tom Cruise in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was a deal breaker for me. He's not bad. He's not a great actor. No, but not I mean, he actor. he played just the angry dad the Very entire time. Very short too. Yeah. And I hate him. Isn't that. he supposed to be like? Don't they say that whenever he they film some of the scenes, he has to be like standing on something to be like taller than other people? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, not important. Um, the the aliens. Spoiler alert for the movie that's been out for twenty years. Um, the aliens. <sighs> I was gonna watch that. Anyways, the aliens get sick because they contract human diseases, and so they all start to die because they keep picking up humans and consuming them. 
Um, and they all end up dying because they get human diseases. Like, this cold is a bitch. <laughs> I'm fucking dying. <laughs> Die from bacteria. <laughs> yeah. I hate this hangnail that I got. It's a disease. Oh, splinters. Yep. Oh my god, I had a splinter the other day, and I was like, you know, if this was 100 years ago, I would just be dead. Yeah. Just full on dead. Um, tuberculosis. Ooh, that's that could be a good topic. Why didn't I do tuberculosis today? Um, I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Where were you going with signs? Sign. Uh, elemental signs. What do you think your elemental sign is? We'll start with the, just the basic four. Fire, earth, water, oh, and okay. air. I was like, helium? <laughs> I didn't fucking know. My, my voice is not that 118. High. What is your element? Um, uh, I'm going to go with um, magnesium. Just something really volatile. Uranium. Uranium. <laughs> Radium. Uh, europium. I did a, did, a, did a research project on europium. That shit's fucked. You could be radium. I'll be radium. Mm-hmm. It gives me funky, and you're just like, ooh, I'm going to emit some poisonous gas yeah. and kill people. In the 1920s, women would use radium paint to paint stuff, and they would lick their lips on the, the brushes, and then they all lost their bones. Yeah. Well, it also emits radon, which radon is a highly poisonous gas. And they would take the pigments, because they were luminescent, mm-hmm. and they'd put them all over their body, and they'd go out into the world, and people would be like, ooh, she's... Uh, she's glowing we yeah love her but what and was really happening died. is that those people who were looking at her were also dying because they were just getting radiation attacking them yeah all of them does everyone get radiation mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they died oh they really did huh. one girl's jaw completely disintegrated that's she hot pulled a tooth and the dentist went in there and was picking at her bones and they crumbled like chalk what do you even do with that like Nothing. oh fuck oh fuck like her jaw is like just disintegrating while he's like in there like ha ha yeah she leaves the appointment with no it, no jaw it leaches calcium well yeah yeah so your bones are like your bones your bones the bone the bones are like hey man i'm out <laughs> they're my bones my bones <laughs> they dab i'm out of here <laughs> out this bitch um i would have to say that i'm water i like i would like to call myself air but i'm not i'm definitely water I'm volatile, uh, unpredictable, um, can be nice and calm sometimes, but will fuck you up if you piss me off. I need to know what what the traits of these are. Earth decide. is strong, steadfast, like in your place. Fire is like commanding, uh, f- volatile, just, you know. Uh, Keep going. What are the other options? Aggressive sometimes. Air is playful, you know, all over the place. Water is more um, like wishy-washy, literally. Like, <laughs> I would call it more like Two-Face, where you've got, mm. which is why I'm also a Gemini. What is sandwich bread? Mm, like white Boring, bread. Boring, bland. Uh, I'd, That's me. I'd probably go with Earth. <laughs> no. No? You don't want to be Earth? Strong and steadfast. <laughs> bread <laughs> you're a child of the earth you're wheat wheat well wheaten <laughs> i guess air are you playful and dainty i'm very dainty uh and i am very funny that's playful right no <laughs> i'm more playful than you mm. People are always just like, so playful. So playful. He's just so goofy. Chris is just such a bitch. That's, well, I didn't want to tell you, but that's what people say about you. Yeah. I find the elemental relationships much better than, uh, what's your Harry Potter house? What's your moon sign? Uh, Scorpio. 
I don't know what mine is. Oh. I'm a Gemini sun, Scorpio moon, and a Capricorn rising. People tell me, whenever I tell people that, they're like, ooh. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Because I, I don't know anything about that shit. People are always like, ooh, you got to, ooh, ooh, yeah. But, um, uh-huh. Google thinks that I'm looking for my moon sign is PIS 17 degrees by 18 feet. Hmm. No, it wouldn't be feet. It's your latitude. It's it, one comma or one apostrophe. Yes, that's the latitude. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Aries. 1909, that is not the year I was born. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I'm a 112-year-old bog witch. I'm the eldest witch. <clears throat> no, that's Agatha Harkness. No. No. She wishes. <laughs> a wink. <laughs> Why is the default 1909? <laughs> because that's when um, the stars started <laughs> the first star the first star was in 1909 the first star oh no oh no oh no and it doesn't let you go back like multiple years it's like you can go back one year so you have to click a hundred times to get to uh, i'm hoping i don't i'm well. gonna just plug it in and see what it says I'm just plug it in <laughs> seek users born on no 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 just no. can tell me this is a dumb website. I know that you're supposed to be able to do it on CoStar. That's an app. App. I'm on AstroSeek. <laughs> AstroSeek. My friend Alyssa is doing, like, tarot card things. She's learning about tarot cards. And I'm like, ooh. I did my... that at a time. Oh, did you? I did before, yeah. That sounds like fun. I don't know what it means, though. That's why you look them up. Well, yeah, no. I looked them up, and I would still be like... The, the question would be like, what... <laughs> When will I uh, find a million dollars? Or something stupid, trivial, and it'd just be like... Never. <laughs> four swords. Ooh. <laughs> you're supposed Ooh. to be able to like read them all together. Like, all three are supposed to have their own singular meaning, but also a whole group meaning. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> My moon sign is Gemini. Gemini? Mm-hmm. Ugh. What about your rising? I don't even know what they're supposed to mean. And why they're different. Leo. Oh. <laughs> My so you... rising sign is also Leo. Huh. Interesting. Calculate your rising sign. Hmm. <laughs> I need a birth chart. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Where's my birth chart? Um, we'll pause. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just figure this out. Oh, well, we should probably take these. Cheers to finding out our signs. <laughs> I'm a Jemini. Jemini. Hmm. I have to take this. Oh boy, you gotta do it. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. What? Who's on here this late? What are you? What are you? What are you? What are you? They want socks. What are you doing? It's nine thirty-nine. Socks. P.M. Uh, yeah, I'm not reading that. Um, I only have one more day to read it. <laughs> are you gonna work tomorrow? It's <laughs> debatable. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I'll log do, in. <laughs> I'll do something. <laughs> I'll log in so I can get my payroll. <laughs> but uh, the work? Mm. I was listening to stories today, and they were, like, talking about lockdown. I was listening to lockdown stories. Mm. Uh, and they were like, yeah, we were going to tell our friend to come out and ditch with us because we're going into the beach. And he was like, hold on, I got to go and uh, go to class for attendance, and then I'm leaving. 
That's, that's what you're doing. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. I just like pop in. I'm like, oh, yeah, I clocked in. That's it. <clears throat> Bye. And I did about 14 <clears throat> hours of heavy research into this client's Oh, I uh, was just order. really helping this one person just really surprise and delight, you know? On the phone with USPS for 14 Finding hours. where their order went. And I just like, I, that was overtime. I worked overtime. You know what? That lady didn't get her socks. And she also rated me. a customer for life. She also rated me poorly and told me that I was a cunt. So. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't use the word cunt. She was more along the lines of, you fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to come down to your office and I'm going to burn your house burn down. Burn your house down. Mm-hmm. But I think she. I, I think, think she meant it. I think she really liked me. I think she meant it. Do you think I'll get a good rating? No, you just said you got a bad one. Oh. Awkward. Do you remember no. when you were a child? No. Absolutely not. Not a single bit. I was never a child. <laughs> Blacked out. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> at the Barnes and Nobles, mm-hmm. the children's section, mm-hmm. the children's section of the Barnes and Noble used to be lit. Uh, well, whenever I would go to the Barnes and Noble, I would go and look up, because this was back in the day whenever they had um, like the Pokemon guides for like oh, yeah, the games yeah, yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. And I'd be like, because my mom never bought them for us. Me uh, getting the Beanie Babies cookbook. Oh, yeah. And so I'd like be like looking. It's like, oh, that's how I'm supposed to defeat that. And like I'd be looking like while my mom's like over the other part of the store. Back in the day when you could leave your kids in different parts of the store and they wouldn't get kidnapped. <laughs> well, they we, did. They did. Nobody they did. wanted you. Yeah. They were just like, ooh, ooh that mm-hmm. one's got a, like a weird shaped head. Do you see his hunchback? <laughs> <laughs> Is it just me? Or does he smell like pickles? <laughs> just pickles all the time. Just emitting from his skin. <gasps> no, that's not important. Uh, <laughs> Uh, smelling like pickles. I was gonna, there was a tangent that I was gonna go on there, but not important. You know who else I love on uh, Twitter nowadays? Who? Snooki. I have. Snooki's, I did not follow her. Snooki's doing some stuff on Twitter. Isn't she like forty years old now? Yeah. <laughs> well, she. Somebody was like, um, somebody described what was going on in her head when she did this, and Snooki has been retweeting them and responding what she was thinking. So. There's one where... It's like a picture of her from something? Yeah. And like, what she, do you think she was doing? She was dressed up as, like, a pickle queen. And she was like, I thought that people would think that I was a pickle princess at this party so that they would give me pickles. That's, That's what she was thinking. <laughs> okay, girl. I'm happy you. to see the the thought behind it. Mm-hmm. I don't know where the thought was to was There was a, a thought and then a result, but they did not connect properly. Her plans were always like, up and up and up. People are going to love this. This is going to go off so well. And the, <laughs> the media's attention was like, down here. <laughs> and it just never reached the limit. <laughs> The limit does not the exist. The limit does not exist. It was like a tan function. Yeah. Or what's the other one? Logarithmic function, right? Cosine. Co- no, cosine's a waves. No. <clears throat> cosine. cosine. By Lady Gaga. That's just sine. Whatever. Cosine from above. <laughs> <laughs> cosine my auto loan from above. <laughs> you can jump on get, get a great low rate you can jump online <laughs> go to the general to save some time call me right now call me now call you can lock you in at a really low rate call jg wentworth 877 gas now we gotta do my favorite then oh when you need insurance call the depot 713dpo <laughs> call insurance depot call insurance depot and then i'm remembering like 
those are the first iterations of that, and mm-hmm. they, they did more. But then there would be this woman who came on, and she looked like the Long Island medium, but with thicker <laughs> lip liner. Uh-huh. And she'd just be like, we can find you some great rates. And I was like, why did you pick her? Why is this person here? There's a, a insurance. like Pat. Oh, Pat. Uh, there's an insurance company that's doing, or home, not insurance, a home, home lender company that's doing commercials now that keep coming on my, uh, I guess it's part of the local vh1 things that what they're like oh yeah just insert a local commercial they like literally like talk at each other this way and i'm like that's not how you do acting or a commercial you guys are very bad at this like you probably should have hired someone <laughs> because it's a multi-million dollar company <clears throat> i know probably uh but i'm like yeah so how much is that commercial gonna cost it'll cost about three hundred thousand dollars yeah no 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 we'll do it for twelve that's a, they, i think they were like oh yeah here's the boss guy here's a a, a customer quote unquote and then uh one of the workers and they all just stand there just like hello who's there i need a white cloth okay why don't you tell us about um something something (laughs) uh well so okay let me tell you um my plan (laughs) your plan for world my my plan and my plans uh what are we going to do today try and take over the world what no okay um well my plans i do have to mention that while i'm uh, popping over and grabbing something else um my plants are doing very well i posted some pictures on my twitter and they are looking good honey um so i just had to throw that out there uh because they look really good what am i looking for is that, uh, yep, that's, uh, that's it. Um, thank you. Oh my God. So kind of you. This is strawberry. Um, but also I have blueberries on my blueberry plant. Uh, I had to, to say that because that is very important to me. Well, now's the time for them, isn't it? Yeah, summertime. But I, I figured that I probably wouldn't get any this year because I just transplanted them and they were new plants. They're going to be sour as fuck. I don't care. The only thing you're going to be able to do with it. them? Beat them? Wine. Ooh, blueberry wine. Mm. Blueberry wine. No, wait, it has to change because you can't be. It's not strawberry wine. Blueberry wine. 47. (laughs) Just like that. Um, Yeah, but uh, my lime tree has a big old blossom on it. Last night we got drunk on wine and I had to explain how plants work to Savannah. (laughs) And how uh, The flower turns into the lime? Turns into a plant. Into, into a fruit, yeah. And she was like, she didn't no. get that. I also told you, I feel like I said on this podcast when she was a guest a long time ago, that she thought that cucumbers and squash and watermelons grew underground. <laughs> you told me that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, how? How would how would you get a 50-pound watermelon out of the fucking ground? Pumpkins, also underground. <laughs> it's like a treasure <clears throat> chest. Yeah. You dig it up with the shovel, and then when you hear it, you got to be really careful. Yeah, otherwise, it'll break it. <laughs> and then I was like, well, how do you think they grow those 600-pound pumpkins underground that would be you basically create a sinkhole once you take it out yeah that doesn't make any sense to me <laughs> the world is just filled with massive holes <laughs> holes holes of just pumpkins that book holes uh, is about a pumpkin pumpkins. patch pumpkin patch i was like what the fuck man yeah um i could not wrap my mind around her not understanding that hey knowing everything about everything is <laughs> and impossible all. oh yeah Mm-hmm. So, I'm sure Savannah knows lots of stuff that you don't know. Oh, I'm sure. Like, what a vagina looks like. That's valid. 
<laughs> exactly. That See? is that is valid. So she knows one thing that's different than me. I do not know, and I do not care to learn mm-hmm. anytime soon. Well, it's your lucky day. <laughs> Come, on, Come on in. We've got a line of, <laughs> lineup of great women to We've help. We've got a lot of women here with all fruit names. <laughs> Cherry. Cherry. Persimmon. Lemon. Kumquat. Kumquat. No, Kum- that's a man's name. Oh. <laughs> well, he can come in here, too. Ooh. Ooh, a little bit of pot twist here. We got a man here, too. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, th- I just love that the beginning of this podcast has just been absolute nonsense. That's what this podcast is, is nonsense. Valid. Let's Thanks for... This, let's, hit, let's hit our main topic before we get to 30 minutes. Yeah, okay. So... <laughs> So, uh, uh, you want to go? Do you want to do this one, or you want to do the next one? Um, I will do this one. Okay. Um, a recent Gallup poll shows that Americans have reported feeling stress, worry, and anger in highest levels in over a decade. While we are growing more and more aware of the effects of stress on our bodies and minds, we may not have considered the effects that our stress can have on our pets. According to studies, there is a synchronization between stress hormones in humans and their dogs. If you are a dog parent. You probably know that your pup is very good at reading your body language and can quickly pick up on how you're feeling. We're always working to reduce our own stress in any way that we can, but what about the anxiety we may have passed on to our dogs? Big Bones has a solution. CBD has been shown to help reduce stress and anxiety in both humans and dogs, and Big Bones has your dog covered. Made from organic, human-grade ingredients and full-spectrum hemp oil, their bones may offer some relief to your anxious pup. Check out BigBones.com for more information on CBD for dogs and other benefits it may provide. Big Bones offers free shipping on all orders over $25, and you can save 15% using promo code SPOOBY15. SPOOBY15. Big Bones is an LGBTQ-owned and operated and is based in Houston, Texas. And Big Bones proudly donates 10% of all profits to no-kill shelters in the U.S. Need your bones ASAP or want to support small businesses? Fake Bones is now available at Man Ready Mercantile in the Houston Heights or at Man Ready Mercantile on South Congress in Austin. Fake Bones. LBGTQ. PNG. Just T. Add in all the letters. Yeah. Not straight. Mm-hmm. Anything but that. <laughs> Definitely not that. Um, <laughs> did I show you that meme? Or oh, I posted it on my Instagram. Hold on. Let me pull it up because it's... Uh... Baby, this is Kiki Palmer. <laughs> this is Kiki Palmer. Uh, because it is quite relatable and I have a laugh uh, whenever I see it. Is it like a titter or is it like a... Oh, who? What titter? Who? Titter. Titter. Or is it like a bombastic laugh? No, it's, uh, it's, a... it's just a random tweet. She goes... When I meet a straight person, it's like, okay, cute. Very retro. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. It's very true. Uh, so that made me think of that. Um, but Spencer, I have to ask this question. Um, after this past year, are you ready to book a getaway? Yes, I'm looking to go to Whoville. I just want to get out of here, honey. I'll go to Whoville, too. Just get me out. <laughs> they have a great uh, Christmas uh, festival. Christmas. <laughs> Christmas. And um, there's a big green man who comes and steals it. That's Grinch. Uh-huh. That's Grinch. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Uh, did you know there's actually like a winter like festival thing up towards College Station called Santa's Wonderland? It's this massive deal. Like people are fucking crazy about this. People that love Christmas. People who love Christmas, and uh, they have like a whole like winter village and stuff like that. It's 
It's me. Yeah, you would like it. I'm going. Yeah, you would you would really like it. Um, How am well, I going to get there? Well, if you're looking to book that getaway, who better to book your next vacation than with our friends at Cruise Planners? Cruise Planners is rated number one in the country. Aside from the fact that these guys are an LGBT and veteran-owned franchise, Cruise Planners was also co-founded by a member of our own community. As your land and cruise experts, they provide the best experience possible and work closely with all forms of travel, including other LGBT-owned vacation suppliers. No matter where you are in the U.S., Cruise Planners can help you. If you can dream it, Cruise Planners can book it. So call today at 210-560-1325 or visit the website I'll Seat Travel. That's I-S-L-E SeatTravel.com. I'll Seat Travel, the best seat to have. Who's booking your next escape? Mm. Mm. Um, if I'm booking a cruise, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know that they can get me to uh, Santa's Wonderland. Yeah, I, I think that that one is just a get in your car and go there kind of thing. No, I want to take a boat. I'm going to call them. I'll see what they can do. Do they have any land boats? <laughs> do you guys have like a land boat? Like like a, like a, like a Subaru? Do you, <laughs> do you know what a land boat is? A car? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. This is not a car. This is an experience. <laughs> you know when you go to Galveston and they, they've got that boat that goes in the water and drives on the street? Mm-hmm. That. I, I would like to take that. that to College Station. All the way there. I don't need to go, go over any water either. It takes four miles per gallon. It, yeah. That's fine. The environment is not my problem today, okay? I'm living the life of luxury. <laughs> Duck boat. <laughs> Does it make duck noises? No, but we can play them on the radio. Yes. Perfect. I need this to get to Santa's Wonderland. Sir, it's July. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Put chains on the tires. Let's go. Let's go. We're getting out of here. <laughs> Pull it with reindeer, sir, actually. Sir, this uh, vehicle only goes like 10 miles an hour. Yeah, we'll get there when we get there. Sir, this is a Wendy's. It's it's like a 70-mile drive. I don't care. That will take me seven hours to get a place that would normally take me one hour. <laughs> Get over it. <laughs> this is going to be a two-week expedition. You are asking too many questions, and I am going to give you a poor rating. <laughs> also, you said this was a Wendy's, so I want a number two. I would like uh, chili, please. Has fingers. Ooh, yes. Remember that? Oh, classic. <laughs> Wendy's chili. Now with less fingers. Now with less fingers. That's like a uh, <laughs> cinnamon toast crunch. Now with less shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> with 50% less shrimp. Less shrimp. Oh no! Uh, can you uh, shrimp? Can you explain? <laughs> explain, 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 America. Um, before we get started, I just wanted to do a little bit of a callback. Mm. Um, so there's a new Netflix special mm-hmm. about Charles Sobraj. Oh, interesting. The international killer. Interesting. Do you he's, remember that he's one? He's the one who was in France and then went to like uh, Vietnam. He was Thailand? from India. Uh huh. And he was half Vietnamese, half Indian. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was in Vietnam and he went to India because he was trying to get with his dad or whatever. But then he went to France and killed some people there. Mm-hmm. And then went to some other countries and killed people there. And mm-hmm. then went back to Vietnam and then like didn't get in trouble. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I think that was the same time that I talked about the um, Japanese cannibal that ate someone. And they were like, well, we already closed this. We can't open it again. Yeah, they were, the French police were like, we're not going to give our records out. And yeah. Japan was like, like, we literally need them for mm-hmm. him to go to jail. And they were like, <laughs> no. no. 
I'm not doing that. Yeah. Um, and well, then he started a food magazine. Eating people. <laughs> it's tasty. People eating. Mm. <laughs> Look, there's people eating. Hey. People magazine. Talk eating. about a rebrand here. People, comma, eating. <laughs> Commas are important, honey. Hey. Um, well, I'm going first, right? I think so. Okay, perfect. Well, I'm actually going to talk about something in India. So great callback. Great segue, Spencer. The Ganges? Yes. We're just taking a quick little jump over to India. It's also an international serial killer. So Did you know that there's tons of dead bodies in the Ganges? Oh yeah. And that they're gonna try, they're using carnivorous turtles to try to eat them? Yeah. There's tons of dead bodies, uh, both from flooding and from... Ceremonial burials. Yeah, that they just, like, let the bodies go. Like, that, that is one of the most polluted, polluted rivers, rivers in, in the, the world. world. Stop copying me. I was already saying the sentence. You're Anyways, the one. I think the carnivorous turtles would be a great um, uh, th- uh, plot for a horror movie. Mm-hmm. I don't think it would work well in real life. But see, okay, so the problem is with these invasive species that you bring in... Um, you have to find a way to solve them after that. See, I'm picturing... Because now the Ganges is going to be full of carnivorous turtles after they eat all the bodies. Because there's lots of food. Mm-hmm. So, jaws, but turtles. Mm-hmm. The turtles just India. keep getting bigger. Yeah. Yeah. And so then, like, they're like, there's a turtle in the water, and then all the people run up the steps. I feel like there's already enough problems with wildlife in India that I don't think they need more. Yeah. I mean, between all of the snakes and spiders and... Tigers, and I mean, lions, it's not as bad as Australia. Oh no, <laughs> I don't know about that. I would venture to say there's okay. a lot of people in India, so I would say there's a they're lot probably of... not being killed by spiders. Uh, there's a lot of people in Australia too, but there's not, not a lot as many of... as India. Uh, yet I know that, but the people that are in Australia are not living in the same places as the deadly things. The, the deadly things in Australia are mostly around the, uh, uh, the outback. Yeah. Well, the Indian people are living near the deadly things. And they, there's still a lot th- of them. There's just dead people. Yeah, they go in the river. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Take us to India, Chris. We're going to go talk about... the year? The year is uh, sometime in the 90s. Because <laughs> I don't remember. It's 1990-something. <laughs> uh, 98. 99. Somewhere in there. Um, yeah, so, somewhere in the 90s. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, Cyanide Malika, a.k.a. KD Kempana. Oh, is this the big uh, explosion? Huh? Nope. Is <laughs> no. this a person? This is a person. His name is Cyanide? Her, her name, name is, is Cyanide? Her, her name that she was given was Cyanide Malika. Oh, Cyanide was like a nickname. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. I, was uh, like, I don't know what, what Mal- an interesting first name. No, I don't know what Malika means, but it was a name given to her. Um, yeah, so c- c- kind of like the beast or you know whatever else. The, Jimbo so, Nettles Drive. Yeah, the- <laughs> <laughs> he was the sheriff. <laughs> he was. <laughs> um, so Kimpama is from Cal. I practice all of these, and that means nothing now. <laughs> means nothing let me try um, to i'm gonna butcher him kimpama kagalipura kagalipura k-a-g-g-a-l-i-p-u-r-a kagalipura that sounded like a little cheerleader right k-a-g-g-a-l-i-p-u-r-a 
so that's in the state of uh, Karnataka, which is in India. Um, Kimpama uh, married a tailor, but was abandoned by her husband in 1998. Uh, her husband left her after Kimpama's uh, chit funds, which is apparently like a credit union. So I guess she started to create a business for like a credit union. Uh, it took a large... Does one just create a credit union? I guess so. I feel like you have to have a lot of money behind that. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, so mm-hmm. she, her business took a large, a bunch, a large number of losses. And so her, her husband threw her out of the house. Because she was just like, I have a loan company now. Yeah, exactly. Here's money. Here's... I don't have anything to back it up. I got nothing. I got nothing. Uh, so she had three children with him. Um, she then worked odd jobs, becoming a domestic worker and a goldsmith's assistant. Uh, no, thank you. I'm just going to put it there. Uh, okay. Uh, the only thing I've had today is two slices of pizza and uh, cookies. Because those cookies <laughs> did not get taken to Savannah's work, so I'm eating your cookies that you sent home with me. Good. Uh, no, it's not going to. supposed to be dieting. Well, I'm eating this candy. Well, um, so she often stole from the houses that she worked in as a domestic worker. So I assume that domestic worker meaning like maid, essentially. So she would just steal from them. Um, so Kampama was alleged to have frequented temples near Bangalore and to have preyed on women who appeared to be in distress. After spotting a woman, she would try to get them to trust her by listening to their problems and advising them to perform, uh, Mandal Puja, which is like a prayer, essentially, uh, which she then told them would help them overcome their problems. Do you know anything about Puja? What is this behavior? Yes. Okay. Just making sure. It's basically like a reality show. And she's yeah. like, Pooja, what is this behavior? I saw, but. And then I, she beats this broom into the ground. Yeah. I saw a, um, one of those black and white photos that we were talking about earlier of that. It was uh, one of, uh, one of my followers is Indian and he was, he posted that and he's like, here's my great grandmother before she gets in a fight with her sister. <laughs> 1966. Yeah. It was, uh, quite funny. Uh, because I knew exactly the clip that. It was, and I was just like, Pooja, what is this behavior?" Yeah, and I was like, "This is fucking stupid." Um, I don't understand. Not the same thing. Oh my god, I love very, that one too. <laughs> very close to that. Um, so, she's trying to do a prayer. Yeah, she would tell them to do a prayer to overcome their problems. She would then to be very religious, a uh, very re- religious woman that was well versed in rituals. Hey, uh, which makes me think that, something to be wary of. Yeah, we already seen this before in like these cults and stuff like that. They're like, "Oh yeah, I'm really good at those," which is like. So it made me wonder if, like, she was raised really religious, but was like, I don't give a fuck about this stuff. Like, <laughs> I'm just going to say your shit. Uh, so she was like, yeah, I know about it. So I'll just, like, lie to these bitches and be like, yeah, okay, let's go. <laughs> like, Come these on. people will believe anything. Well, she even convinces the priest later on. A priest at one of these temples. She convinces her to do this. I'm like, that's not, I a don't. very charismatic yeah. lady. A very charismatic. And it also, like, I'm not blaming Hinduism here or anything like that. But, like, when you have a million different sects sects of uh, of the religion and different ways to uh worship the different parts of the god that all reach brahma um that uh, you can be convinced by anyone's like oh yeah in my sect or uh, of what or i don't know what they call in in hinduism uh but like in my branch essentially this is what we would do so you could lie and say whatever the fuck you want to because if you don't know yeah. you're gonna believe it <laughs> in my sect we Always go to Jack in the Box on Thursdays. And oh yeah, have uh, curly fries, but only forty-seven of, of them. I always cures, and you have to eat all forty-seven of them, and you cannot vomit. Yes, and you cannot have any ketchup. Mm-mm. Nothing. Mm-mm. Okay, but hear me out. Sometimes French fries don't need ketchup, but the French fries are created uh, deliciously. Curly fries don't need them. 
from uh, Jack in the Box. Well, even like water Waterburger's fries, I think don't need them. They're I like curly fries or the regular fries. They have curly fries. I think they do. Yeah. I don't think they do. I've eaten a Waterburger. Have you ever asked? No. Oh. <laughs> well. Don't fucking tell me what you know then. <laughs> you don't fucking know. So. Um, I would venture to argue with you because... You always do that. <laughs> no. How is that any different than the rest of uh, our okay, podcast? Okay, well, you know what then? I, fine, I agree with you. That water no, water. I can't agree with you. <laughs> that Whataburger has a uh, curly I fries? I love McDonald's fries. Well, what about the curly fries? They don't have them. I would venture to say that they do. They don't. <laughs> have you asked? Uh, yeah. Now you haven't. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Because I know every fucking thing about it. <laughs> You know what a McGangbang is? Yes. I get that all the time, but I make it myself. Do you know what a land fish in air? You just explained it to me. In the title. You ever put Big Mac sauce on a double cheeseburger? Put that Big Mac in my little garage? What? It's a Mac truck. Oh, that's close enough. Tell me more. About what? (laughs) Curly fries? the stallion. Oh. (laughs) Wop. We're talking about pussy now. So I hear there's a legend out there. If Lil Nas X's Montero makes your kid gay, mm-hmm. you just show them WAP, and then they're not gay anymore. Because if if the video is making people gay, you just make them straight with WAP. Yeah, wet ass pussy. I have never watched it because I'm I'm uh, You're happily, a good Christian ha- man, happy gay man. Uh huh. So I can't watch the video otherwise. It'll turn you straight. Bop. Yeah. And then my marriage is a sham. It's a sham marriage. It's like, what do I do here? Now I have to go have sex with Cardi B. Ooh. I mean, I would like to, but... I I would like to see that. (laughs) I don't think she wants to have sex with me. I don't think so. the problem. I do not think so. Um, Yeah. Hmm. I also We could ask her, though. I also love all the... the... Cardi B, if you're out there, (laughs) Would you like to have sex with me? (laughs) I'll consider it if you're down. If you're down, I might be down. Can we post it as a sex tape online? Just for fun? Notoriety. Just pull a Kim K. Oh, my God. And then then I'll be keeping up with the gays. Kardashian. What's what's a fun... fun, uh, Spin off of the Kardashians, keeping up with the homosexuals. Mm-hmm. Keeping up with the go for the F word and it's not appropriate. Yeah, it's not, it's not appropriate. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Ooh, homo dashians. No, just go on with your story. Anyways, um, so she would then, so she was well versed. She would pretend that, pretend that she was well versed in these rituals. Uh, so then she'd offer to arrange for the puja at a temple on the city's outskirts. Uh, she told them to come wearing all of their finest richery, richery, ritual finery. That's what I say. Richeries. Yeah. Just bring all your richeries. Basically, like, we're going to do this great ritual. You have to come, like, dress to the nines, wear all of your jewelry, your dowry, you know, whatever you got. Just bring it all. Um, I heard once upon a time, and I don't know if it's true, but 50%. Once upon a child. No. Anyways. 50% of the world's gold is owned by Indian women. I would not disbelieve that. Just like... I really wouldn't. Wearing it. Mm-hmm. The, ju- the jewelry that uh, these uh, Indian families... The jewelry? Excuse me? <laughs> the jewelry? Greasy. I am Jewish. The greasy jewelry. <laughs> greasy. Greasy. Oh, God, I hate that. <laughs> greasy. How do you say... What is this? Pinch. Oh, thank God. Pinch? No. <laughs> Pinch. 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 Just put in a pinch, pinch. of salt. No. <laughs> pinch. Greasy. You fucking bumpkin. Greasy. Greasy? Greasy. Greasy. It's, it's greasy. 
That just at, allows my lisp to go wild. Greasy. 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 Grease. 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 Or grease. I say grease. So why would it go from grease to greasy? Greasy. Well, why would cheese go to... That's <laughs> not the same. Cheese, cheese go to what? Cheese goes to cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start spelling cheesy. C-H-E-S-S-E-Y. Cheesy. 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 Oh, God. That got me. Um, so once the victim arrived, Kimpama would then start the ritual and tell the victim to close their eyes during prayer or something, and then would force them to drink a cyanide-laced water or eat cyanide-laced food. Where did she get the cyanide from? Next answer. Uh, she got the cyanide from jewelry shops where she used to, which is it was used to clean gold jewelry. Oh, yeah. Let's use a super volatile calm <laughs> element to... Ooh, it's uh, just poisonous. It's not... Clean gold. Why don't she just use vinegar? I don't know. Uh, she claimed to have learned about killing with cyanide from movies. She was like, wait, hold, hold on. This cyanide stuff that I'm using to clean this gold, I can use it to kill people? See, All right. those boomers, they'll believe anything that they've seen in a movie. The movie, it worked for her. Um, so then she would hold the nose of the victims while they drank. Once dead, she would rob their victims of their money and their valuables. Uh, she then changed her identi- identity after every murder. She'd just be a different person. But it's also India, so you can just do that, I guess. This is, it's like America, 1800s. This is a new town. My name's now Alan. <laughs> Alan. I'm a doctor. And I can Call perform... somebody. I dare you. Who's going to answer the phone? There's no phone. Um, so this modus operandi, uh, she gained, with this modus operandi, she gained the popular nickname Cyanide Malika. Um, her first murder was committed on October 19th of 1999 in, uh, Hoscote. 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 Um, How is Malika spelled? M-A-L-L-I-K-A. Malika? Malika? English. <laughs> Does it mean something? Jasmine lamp. Oh yes, perfect. Cyanide jasmine lamp. Malika is Hindu scan- Sanskrit Indian feminine given name, which means jasmine. So a woman, a cyanide woman, or cyanide plant. Sure. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Her first murder was convi- committed on October nineteenth of nineteen nine. Her victim was a thirty year old Ramatha Rajan. Uh, who was killed while she was praying at a temple. In 2007, Kimpama killed five more women between October 10th and December 18th. So in a matter of three months, she killed five more women. Her second victim was named Elizabeth, who was 52 and from Sanature. Uh, Elizabeth was praying to find her missing granddaughter. Kimpama lured her to the Kabbalama, Kabbalama temple and killed her. Kimpama's third victim was uh, Yoshitama, age 60. She was killed at the Sitaganga Moot, uh, Kayata Sandra province, in uh, December, or state, in December of 2007. Kimpama promised to perform a ritual to offer her relief from her asthma. The fourth victim was 60-year-old Muniyama, who wished to sing devotionals. She was from uh, Yelahanka and killed at Yadayur Siddha... Damn it, I practice all of these. Yadayur 
Sid Alingishwar. Sid Alingishwar Temple. The name is actually Malika. Malika? Mm-hmm. Malika. Malika. Okay. Malika. Malika. Um, her fifth victim was uh, Pilama. Uh, she was age 60 and killed at Madur, M- Madur Va- Vyada Vyadyanathapura. I practice this one a lot. Vyadyanathapura. Th- Let me just tell you from civilization. <laughs> oh, boy. That the uh, city names are very difficult. Yeah. Palataputra or something? Yeah. I, DJ and it, uh, I played as the Aztecs and they weren't much easier. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, question. Whenever you would capture a city from another country, did you ever like rename them? Uh, not often. Oh, I always renamed them. I always looked up like names from like Aztec culture. I did culture. that sometimes. Okay. I'd totally be like, oh yeah, what a like, if you were playing as, uh, uh, the, as India, I would totally be like, what's, what's the, the Indian, Indian word for pear? Like just look up random words and be like, ooh, look at that. Well, there's a river near here. What's the Indian mm. word for river? Candies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. it. The <laughs> only river. The only river that exists. Um, so yeah, her, Phil, okay, whatever. Uh, Palama was a temple priest at the Habal temple. Uh, Kimpama told Palama that she would sponsor a new ark for the Habal temple. So she was like, oh, if you come do this this ritual, I'll give you some money for this beautiful new ark for the temple. Um, okay, girl. <laughs> um, Kimpama's last victim was Nagavini. Uh, she was 30 years old and was praying to become pregnant as she was childless. And she wished to have a son. So Kimpama killed her while she was sleeping. Uh, Kampama was alleged to have killed one more victim, 22-year-old Renuka, at a pilgrim center in Kolar District in 2006. Renuka was murdered in a temple dormitory on December 7th of 2006. Renuka's sister, Mani, uh, asserted that Kampama could have murdered Renuka. Renuka was staying with Mani at Mani's house while Renuka's husband was away at, uh, working in Dubai. Uh, Manny worked as a domestic worker in a house where Kampama worked as a cook. Kampama's, uh, Kampama visited Ma- Mani's house often and befriended Renuka. Renuka's husband, Shankar, uh, originally reported Renuka missing to the police on December 9th of 2006 when he returned from Dubai. But Renuka had been missing since, since December 7th of 2006. His wife had been missing for 22 days before he realized that she wasn't around. Hey, I mean, you know, sometimes you wake up and look around for your wife. She's not there. Oh, he was in Dubai. And then you go for you go to work for 22 days. He was in Dubai. And then you come back and you're like, where is she? <clears throat> he was in Dubai for much longer than that. But whatever. Well, yeah. So, same <clears throat> thing. That's what I said. Anyways. Um, so, allegedly, Kampama told Renuka that she could give birth to a male baby if Kampama conducted a special ritual at a temple. The police asserted that Kambama, Kampama murdered Renuka at the temple. Many other families have also come forward since then, claiming that their missing family members had been murdered by Kampama, as they all knew Kampama very well. Five cases of missing persons were associated with Kampama in 2009. Two of these five women's bodies were found and subsequently linked to Kampama. The first time that Kampama was arrested was in 2001, before all of her... Well, one murder had happened at this point. Um, she, oh, One that we know of had happened at this point. She was arrested by uh, Badati police uh, while trying to rob jewels from a house where she 
was to perform a ritual. She was sentenced to six months in prison, and then she was released after completing her time. Kim Palmer was then arrested again on December 31st of 2008 while at a bus stand. She was arrested after trying to sell the jewelry of the victims. Kim Palmer was using the name Jayama, uh, which was flagged by police after a tip was given to them about her. On her person, she had money and valuables from some of her victims. Uh, when her plea was taken by the police, she admitted her guilt. The police alleged that she committed the motive solely for robbery. So it's like, oh yeah, she only killed people for to steal their stuff. Yeah, that, that's that's it. Uh, okay, that's still bad. Bad. Um, Kim Pama was convicted of multiple murders in separate trials. In 2010, she was given the death sentence for the murder of Muniyama. In 2012, she was given another death sentence for the murder of Nagavini. Uh, Kim Pama was the first woman to be given the death penalty in the uh, Karnataka state of India. Is that like north or south? It's wet. Hold on. Western. I didn't write it down. More Pakistan side. So southwestern region of India. Hmm. I asked that question. I don't really know that much about Indian states. <laughs> You're like, oh, oh mm-hmm. yeah. mm, mm. yes, shallow and, and pedantic. pedantic. Mm, mm. Uh, yeah, so she was the first woman to be given the death penalty in the Karnataka province uh, or state. Um, her sentence for the for Nagavini's murder was commuted to life in prison. The sentence was converted because the court found that there was only circumstantial evidence against Kempama. Uh, in 2017, Kempama was featured in the news again for being the jail neighbor of V.K. Sasakala. Uh, V.K. Sasakala was an Indian politician who was arrested for money laundering, essentially. Um, while Sasakala was there, Kempama asked to meet her repeatedly. After this, Kempama was moved to another jail, reportedly because she posed a threat to Sasakala's life. However, others denied this and said that the two were very friendly and that Kempama would even bring Sasakala's food to her during mealtimes, as Kempala did not want her to wait for li- wait in line for her food. Uh, Kempala still remains in prison at this uh, at this time at the age of 50. Um, so Kempama was trying to befriend this politician, but was bringing her food because she was kissing her ass essentially uh but i was like why what's the what, what's your motive behind this this jailed <clears throat> politician's gonna get me out of here i don't think so she's got a lot of pull <laughs> girl you're in jail well jail go to jail 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 bonk. jail bonk <laughs> horny jail bonk <laughs> um yeah and i think that some of this wikipedia <coughs> was uh converted from uh indian news sites uh, because some of the sentences were like, what? <laughs> what? What does that make? That doesn't make any sense. So um, that was interesting. But I couldn't find anything about like her other sentence from 2010. If that got commuted to commuted to life in prison as well, she's still alive, and I think that she's still having trials still for the other murders. So we'll see what happens to her. Hmm. Think that'll be a a uh, question mark. She was on the top 20 uh, international. Uh, murders, foreign, not international, foreign uh, serial killers. And I was like, all right. They don't actually know how many people she killed. It's possible that she killed a lot more, but we'll never know. I would venture to say yes. Uh-huh. I agree. That's With all the serial killers, I'm like, yeah, I think they killed a lot more. <laughs> I'm Usually if it's over like four mm-hmm. or five, I'm like, yeah, they definitely killed like They had a bloodlust, so, especially if she was making money off of these people, these people's jewelry. Uh, what did you call me again? Jewelry. 
Uh, yeah. So it's like if you if you had success at one time and got away with it, you're gonna keep doing it. So I don't think there was ever a point that she stopped. But who knows? Yeah. Who knows? I thought it was cool because we've only talked the only uh, Indian serial killer that we talked about was Charles Sobraj, and we had only talked about him briefly. There's a whole podcast dedicated to um, Indian crimes. Hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. I feel like I've talked about one more. Yeah. I, I can't think of it right now, though. Mm-hmm. But maybe we'll look more into that. We'll have to find. Maybe we do a month of Indian serial killers. Uh, there was one that I also found that was a Pakistani serial killer that I was going to do, and I might do him. Oh, I was going to do a Pakistani one, too. Oh. But I didn't. Who was it? What was was it? Uh, Armin and Arfin. Oh, it was two people. Somebody. Yeah, they were cannibals. Ooh. No, this was not. I don't think that was him. They were eating the peoples. Eating the peoples. Um, keep scrolling. I was there. Uh, Javed Iqbal Umayar. Nope. Umer. 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 There we go. Um, yeah. But did not do that one. He's apparently killed like over 100 people. Sometimes, like, after they get that far up, I'm like, you're just like... There's, There's too, too much, much to cover there. There's too much, and yeah. Usually it's just like, somebody looked at him wrong, and they beheaded them. Yeah, he's like, I killed him. Well, he killed children. Um, yeah. Ooh. I, ooh. Oof. Um, I was also going to do uh, Chisako Kakehi. Um, she's called the Black Widow of Kyoto, but there was not much information about her anywhere, so I'm going to have to do some digging on her. There was this one that's released by one of my favorite U-Tutors. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember what their name was, but they're from Japan and they uh, were a uh, mind. They're the mind control killer. So he would just like convince these girls to kill people for him. Oh, that sounds fun. Maybe I'll do it next week. (laughs) Uh, Maybe I'll do that. We can't do it next week. week. We we have plans next week. (laughs) What? It's episode 100. We already talked about that. We have a surprise for everyone. Oh. You don't remember, do you? No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i love that um, amanda knox who madeline mccann where did it hurt go pour these okay um well Ooh. i talk about mine Ooh. have you ever heard uh well mine so my uh case slash awful crime um, it's still ongoing. Oh, yes, I've heard about it. I haven't told you anything <laughs> about it. So, uh, have you heard of Nexium? Yeah. The, yeah? I actually have. The uh, over-the-counter um, medicine? Oh, no. For, no, Nexium. NXIVM? No. Well, I've heard of that. NXIVM? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what I'm going to talk about. Oh, is it a cult? Yeah. Kinda. I have something to say about that. And also, I'm very interested... Hold on. I'm very interested to, to know about this because uh, apparently there's a club at Texas A&M called Nexium, And it's spelled N-E-X-V-M. This is the... N-X-I-V-M. Oh, never mind. This is like a multi-level, multi-level marketing company. Okay, never mind. Yeah, this was uh, in N-E-X-V-M and like... The friends down at Galveston are like, is this a cult? It, what is this? So it could, it sounds so it doing, being that it has to do with uh, college, it 
kind of sounds similar. So, Ooh, that's scary. Oh. Um, so Nexium was founded by a man named uh, 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 Keith Rainier. Oh, Keith. Um, My neighbor's name is Keith. I don't know why it's important. It's not... My neighbor's name is Keith. My neighbor's Keith. name is Keith. Um, so before starting Nexium, Rainier created a uh, a ton of um, companies. Uh, companies. Companies. Um, These are just cult, baby. <laughs> yeah. So, well, not cults yet, um, but he also was in the Guinness Book of World Record as of having, like, one of the three people whose IQ was above what normal humans were, Ugh. and it, it very Donald Trump-esque. Yeah. Oh, uh, I'm just so smart. Yeah. I'm the smartest. Uh, tiny hands. Hold on. Yeah. I have to make my hands real small. Smartest person just ever. And, and, like... Oh, yeah, you got to put it like that. In here. Smartest person <laughs> in the world. Um... So he created uh, a, a thing called a Consumers Byline, um, a business venture with the New York Attorney General, uh, the New York Attorney General accused of being a pyramid scheme where he would just like try to sell people washing machines and weight loss products and things like that. I feel like that's a, a lot of sales. <laughs> mm, yeah. Uh, he also works. For- As I'm going back into sales. <laughs> Have you ever heard of Amway? No. I've never heard of it either, but apparently it's like something that a lot of people have heard about the the guy who did our floors he was an amway salesman it's like um um like mary Kay or avon but it's like a bunch of weird shit like he was trying to sell us energy drinks that were shit um in while also doing flooring yeah interesting he was like taste them they're so good and i was like because i was trying to find something that what happened? Baby, the Green Bull is back. Oh. The so Green Bull is back. We just had a little bit of bump in production. Yes. But we're back now. We're back. Oh. Um, so I was like, yeah, my favorite energy drink was discontinued. He was like, Amway makes great energy drinks. And it was like, disgusting. It's like, honey, you're in a, a pyramid scheme. Yeah. <laughs> Get out. Run. Run. Call your accountant. Call your accountant. You're in a cult. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, he signed consent order in 1996, which he denied any wrongdoing, but agreed to pay $40,000 fine and to be permanently banned from promoting, offering, or granting participation in chain distribution schemes. Wait, 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 wait. I missed a, a step somewhere. Sorry. Yeah, so he created this consumer's byline, um, and the New York Attorney General said that it was a pyramid scheme, and so they closed <laughs> Please don't do down. that. <laughs> he didn't... Wait, why are there people that are saying... Well, I mean, pyramid schemes are bad, but... Fucking Herbalife hasn't been shut down. That's a full ass pyramid scheme. In New York was like really after this guy. Just him. So not. Do they? I mean, they're they're after all of them, but this one they like fully brought a suit against Uh him. Because I guess maybe the business practices were different or something. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So in 1998, Rainier and Nancy Salzman founded Nexium, spelled stupidly. Um, a personal development company offering executive success programs Ooh. Um, and range of techniques for self-improvement. Rainier claimed that programs... Uh, None of that makes any sense. No. Uh, well, I'm not going to say the name on this podcast, but there is uh, a, two of my friends that I know from previously uh, started a company recently, and none of it makes any sense to me. Not a single bit of it. And I'm like, what, what are you... What are you what do you do? And they just like always keep inviting me to like these Zoom calls, and I'm like, uh, nothing on your website makes any sense. Like, like you don't know what they sell. Uh, the, uh, 
there's they're supposed to be like a, a non-profit of some sort and i'm just like what are you how do you what do, what you, do you produce what do you produce and what are you doing that's what this is okay okay well essentially the same thing i'm like you keep inviting me to stupid zoom calls and these like these get togethers because when you pay membership they get a cut of it that's a that's a multi-level marketing scheme it makes no sense to me you i just I get still to hear people no, talk no idea what they're doing it's but, a cult that you pay for yeah that has membership levels and things i feel like that's also um gyms <laughs> Yeah, but they offer services That's that people true. don't take. Okay, don't read me like that. I didn't. I didn't say that you don't take them. Don't attack me like that. That can you lift your arms above your head? Too many pull-ups. Too many pull-ups. Yeah, I, well, that I can, gym's I can working. do one. That's the arm you use the most, right? My right arm. Yeah. Yes. That's what she asked me. Like whenever I got my vaccine, she was like, "What arm do you want to do?" I was like, "Oh, I'll do a cheers to my second dose of my vaccine." Ooh. I think it's what we cheers to on Tuesday too. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Whatever. Uh, whatever. We can choose. We can celebrate because this is post-op now. Post-op. Post-vaccine now. Um, yeah, so she was like, what arm do you want to do? I was like, oh, well, I did my left arm last time. And we'll do my right arm. She's like, ooh, just change it up. Well, she didn't say that. But uh, another girl said that because my, my uh, uh, injector had no personality. She just was not having it. Um, Mine was like, thank you for coming. I hope you have a great day. No, that's more than mine gave me. She like I, I walked up and gave her my thing. I'm like, I'm here for my second dose. I'm so excited. And she's and like, she was like, yeah. And she was like, sit down. No, so she she because I with these things, I'm like, I don't know when to proceed, like where to go. So I would like walk up and like I'd wait, and she was like, and I was like, oh sorry. She like, sat. Down. She was writing while you sat down, and then you were standing in front of her, and she was just like, sit down. <laughs> well, no, that's eyes. I walked up and gave him my little card, and she goes, sit down on the chair, and I was like. I don't know what if you need to confirm anything before I sit down. Like shit. Um, so then I sit down. She's like, "What's your name?" And I told her. And then she's like, "And then it was just like awkward silence." Like, and then I'd heard the people next to us give name and birthday. I was like, "Oh, and my birthday's you know this." And she's like, still silent. Well. And she goes, "Take any steroids?" No. You uh, feeling okay today? Feeling okay? Uh, yeah. Have you had any COVID symptoms in the last ten days? No. Have you uh, had any other vaccines in the past few weeks? I'm like, no. She's... <laughs> and the first time, I didn't even know that she had injected me. She just like, I just felt the it put her the, put the bandaid on me, and I was like, oh, I guess we're done. Like, all right, this one hurt. Yeah. She pricked me, and I was like, holy fuck! And it was like in there, and she's like, I could feel it all, and I was like, you must have hit like a nerve or something like that, because I felt every single bit of that, and I'm like, fuck you, bitch, that hurt me. I have two funny stories. One, oh. I can't watch people when they inject me with anything. Oh no, I, so I, I turned away. Like this. Yeah, like fully, fully away. Whenever from the I get person. blood drawn, especially like for, for prep, because they have to do like the multiple vials of things. So like, I have to like look away because like, just like, well, okay, I'm okay with seeing my blood, but uh, watching, no, no, no. watching Ooh. the the needle go into my arm, I can't handle that. I can't talk about it. Oh, well, I can't even about talk it. about it because it's so dark red. It's why is it so dark red? It's That's... not supposed to be that dark. That's what's in your body, girl. I don't care. Anyways. Um, I don't care. There's... Don't make me bleed my own blood. <laughs> don't make me bleed my own blood. <laughs> I watched a video of this girl who she was like, this frontline worker has been working front lines for 13 months. And I came in and got my second dose. And I said this to him. And she's like, yeah, I just don't want to look. And he's like, okay. And so he sticks her with it. And she's like, oh, you fucker. I'm sorry. I don't mean... <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean. To. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, and he's just like, 
He was okay. like, but he didn't say anything. He was probably just like, this is seven time today. <laughs> I get cursed out again. Um, no, but like the two ladies that were on the other side of the lady that I went to were just like so happy and just like go lucky, excited. Like, oh, I'm so silly. I asked this question so many times. I still mess it up. And like my girls, like I keep looking at other people go and like other people keep talking. And she's like, oh, yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah, I like had a great time, like, getting my vaccine last. I'm, I'm so glad to be back here. I'm the last person of my grandkids to get it. And, and the ladies are like, okay. she just didn't like you. She, she didn't respond to these other people either. So No, it was just you. Okay. You were well, listening, then right? The other two people were just, like, having a great time. They were like, oh, yeah, like, I'm glad you're here. Thanks for coming get another shot. That's like, what everybody was saying to me while I was there. I was like. I wanted to be here. I, I I would have killed someone to be here. I wouldn't have killed anyone, but I would have probably punched someone in the back of the head. Mm. 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 Anyways. Um, <laughs> Anyways, ciao. So, uh, yeah. The yeah, yeah, yeah. main emphasis was to have people experience more joy in their lives using Nexian. Um, Wait, this is, now, this is now a product. No. No, still not a product. It's like seminars. Uh, so during Nexium sem- seminars, students were expected to call Rainier and Salzman Vanguard and Prefect, respectively. What the fuck kind of names are those? I don't know. Vanguard is like, it makes me think of stonks. Stonks? And then, uh-huh. And Prefects are like, <laughs> like, uh... People, dormitories. Yeah, They're that's in what charge. I think of. Yeah, I think of Harry Potter. That's the all prefects. I think of. Prefects, yeah. Um... <clears throat> So the Hollywood Reporter wrote that uh, Rainier adopted the title Vanguard from his favorite arcade game in which the destruction of one's enemies increased one's own power. Hmm. Uh, within, seems completely normal and <laughs> Seems non-psychotic. No. Uh, within the organization, the re- reasoning for the titles was that Rainier was the leader of a philosophical movement and Salzman was his first student. Um, by 2003, uh, 3,700 people had taken part in ESP classes, um, exhort- uh, reportedly including businesswoman Sheila Johnson, former Surgeon General Antonia Novello, Enron Executive Stephen Cooper, and Anna Christina Fox, daughter of former Mexican President Vicente Fox. Other participants were reported to include entrepreneur, entrepreneur Richard Branson from uh, Virgin, who denied have taken the classes. Edgar Bronfen Sr., I don't know who that is, actresses Linda Evans, Grace Park, and Nikki Klein. Uh, in the early 2000s, Seagram, Harris, Claire, and Sarah Bronfman of the Seagram's Gin oh. <laughs> Empire. Because uh, Seagram's Gin is so tasty. It's delicious. It's cheap as gin, okay. Their wine coolers. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, back in the day. Oh. Pina Colata. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they were in the organization as well. Uh, Nixium's, uh, training is a trade secret, is a trade secret. So it's still, it's still running, uh, subject to non-disclosure agreements, but reportedly uses a technique the organization calls, quote, rational inquiry to facilitate personnel and professional development. In 2003, Nexium sued the Ross Institute in the case known as Nexium Corp versus Ross Institute, alleging copyright infringement for publishing excerpts of contents from its manual in three critical articles commissioned by cult investigator Rick Allen Ross. Uh, Rick Ross. Rick Ross. The rapper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and posted He's a- like, hold on, let me see this cult. <laughs> He's like, hey, <laughs> what's going on here? The fuck is this? Mm-hmm. Um, he posted it on his website. 
Uh, Ross posted a psychiatrist's assessment of Nexium's secret manual on his website that called the regiment, quote, expensive brainwashing. Uh, Ross obtained the manual from a former member, Stephanie Franco, a co-defendant in the trial who'd signed a non-disclosure agreement not to divulge information from the manual to others. Nexium filed suits in both New York and New Jersey, but were dismissed. Upon appeals, the United States Courts of Appeal of the Second Circuit affirmed that the lower court's dismissal and ruling of the defendant's critical analysis of the material obtained in bad faith um, was fair to use since the secondary use was transformative as criticism and not as a potential replacement on the original. So they basically said you can use in court. Yeah, because it's you're using it um, as a criticism of a, of a different trial. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in 2003, Forbes magazine published an article on Nexium and Rainier, um, and Vanity Fair magazine subsequently reported on the article. People, quote, people at Nexium were stunned, expecting a positive story. At the top ranks had spoken to Forbes, including Rainier, Salzman, and Sarah Bronfman. What upset them all was uh, Edgar Bronfman's remarks. The, the dad of the two girls who are the Seagrams, mm. he said, quote, I think it's a cult. He told the magazine. If my daughters are both in this, I think it's a cult. <laughs> you called your dad. He told you it was in a cult. You call your dad, you're in a cult. Yeah. Uh, bitch, you are in a cult. Oh, no. I'm uh, still going to say no. that. Definitely not. Don't dad, tell me that. stop. You're so silly, dad. <laughs> okay, girl. When do you get the inheritance? When do I get the inheritance? When you die? When you die. Because I need this to die? pay this next CM people. I'm giving, them, I'm giving it all to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so he told the magazine, going on to say that he was troubled about the, quote, emotional and financial investment in Nexium by his daughters, um, to whom he had not spoken to in months. 2006, Forbes published an article about Bronfman sisters, stating that they had had, uh, t- quote, taken out a line of credit as a loan to Nexium, $2 million, repayable through personal, bo- personal training sessions and phone consultations with salesmen. What? Two, they took out $2,000 to give, or $2, $2 million, million dollars. to give out to these people. That's for fucking crazy. phone calls. Yeah. Um, another Forbes article in 2010 uh, discussed the failures of commodities. Phone calls for what? What do they do? What are they, what's, what's, what are we doing? Helping them be better professionals. What are they doing? Mm. Taking phone calls. <laughs> Paying them lots of money. Yes. Fuck. Um, people, well, uh, uh, I had listened to a lot of podcasts about it or and uh, YouTube videos, and they were like, essentially what this business is, is, is it's a great way of separating rich people from their money, mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah. Pay me all of your money so that we can make you a better person. Yeah. Well, it's also advice. So if Forbes said that they, they uh, discussed the failures of products that they had tried to launch and real estate deals that they made um, based on Rainier's advice. Um, and after uh, actress Christian Crook became involved with Nexium in 2006, Salzman and her daughter Lauren went to Vancouver, British Columbia to recruit Crook's Smallville co-star Allison Mack. Um, the younger Salzman, Lauren, herself a junior Nexium leader, bonded with Mack and later became lover. Mm. Lesbians. Lesbians. We were all thinking it. 
though Crook subsequently left Nexium, Mac became an enthusiastic proselytizer for Nexium, persuading her parents to take courses and after wrapping production of Smallville in 2011, moved to Clifton Park, New York to be near Nexium's home base in Albany. In 2008, Bronfman sisters allegedly pressured Stephen Herbitz, a confidant of their father, to ask Albany County District Judge J David Sorez, New York Governor Elliot Spitzer, and New Jersey Attorney General Ann Milgram to begin criminal investigation into Nexium's criti critics. So basically they were like, okay, well, These you guys... These people don't like us. Can you... Can you find out, like, what dirt you have on them? Can you, like... Fuck them up. So, corruption. They are literally doing political corruption at this point. Yeah. Oh, not the only crime. Yeah. Uh, Nexium reportedly kept uh, dossiers on Sorez, Spitzer, and political consultant Roger Stone. <laughs> Surprise. A U.S. Senator, Chuck Schumer. <laughs> and uh, uh, Albany Times Union publisher George Randolph Hearst III. These are all critics. Mm-hmm. Uh, critics or, um, yeah, people that are critical of Nexium. Nexium. Um, in a box in Nancy Salzman's home. According to the Times Union, Nexium, quote, developed a reputation for aggressively pursuing critics and defectors who broke from its ranks, including in using litigation to punish crimes of Rain critics of Rainier, the organization, or its training methods. That's a cult. That's literally a cult. Oh, it gets worse. <laughs> The World Ethical Foundations Consortium, an organization co-founded by Rainier and the Bronfman sisters, sponsored a visit to, Al to Albany by the Dalai Lama in 2009. <laughs> the visit was initially canceled by the Dalai Lama owing to negative press about Nexium, but was rescheduled. The Dalai Lama spoke at Albany's Palace Theater in 2009. You got literally the head of a Buddhism. Buddhism. Of an entire religion to come speak at your fucking cult. Mm -hmm. In 2017, uh, the the Dalai Lama of the time, Tenzin Doden, the self-styled personal emissary for peace of the Dalai Lama, who had arranged for the appearance, was suspended from his position amid corruption. He wasn't the Dalai Lama. He was like an assistant, kind of. Oh, okay. Uh, he was suspended amid corruption charges. Um, the investigation was also revealed a uh, personal relationship between Dondon and Sarah Bronfman, which began in 2009. So she's fucking the assistant and saying, mm. Come speak. Assistant get the to Dalai the Lama. Dalai to get Lama. Um, Nexium, which means that Nexium has hired these two sisters to literally just like. Not hired. Well, take their money and. So took their money and made them do things. Made them do things, yes. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I used the wrong word, but are utilizing them to <laughs> yes, be, I don't want to say be sluts, but like be sluts and yeah. go out and... Business sluts. Business sluts. That's me. That's you, yeah. Uh, Nexium has been described as a pyramid scheme, a sex trafficking organization, oh. uh, a cult, uh, a sex cult, and in 2010, a Times Union article, former Nexium coaches characterized students as prey for Rainier's social... Or sexual or gambling-related pro proclivities. Oh, boy. Uh, Christian Keefe, a longtime partner of Rainier and his mother mother of his child, left the group in 2014 and called Rainier a, quote, dangerous, uh, uh, all the worst things you know about Nexium are true. 
2014, Rainier founded the Nexium-affiliated news organization, The Knife of Aristotle, later known as The Knife and The Knife Media. The Knife of Aristotle was subsequently described as, quote, a fake news website and a cult. The organization was reportedly hi- has reportedly hired journalists in an attempt to gain media support and solicit new members of Nexium, as well as fabricating staff members. Oh my god. Um, so now we get to the, the big crime. The big crime. Oh great. Not the whole sex trafficking cult situation. Oh, this is the sex trafficking. Part. Oh, okay. Um uh, Reports uh, by investigative journalist Frank Parlato in June 2017 and bolstered by an October 2017 article in the New York Times, details began to emerge about Dominus Obsequious Sororium, Sororium, a secret sisterhood started in 2015 within Nexium, in which female members were allegedly called slaves, branded with the initials of Rainier and Mac, Subject to corporal punishment from their masters and required to provide nude photos and other potentially damaging information about themselves as collateral. Law enforcement representatives have alleged that DOS members were forced into sexual slavery. Holy shit. Sarah Edmonston, a Canadian actress who had become an... uh, ESP participant since 2005, said that she left Nexium after Mac inducted her into DOS and that the previous march in her Albion home. Edmondson alleged that participants were blindfolded, naked, held down by Mac and three other women, and branded by Nexium-affiliated Dr. Danielle Roberts using a cauterizing pen. Appearing on an A&E television program about cults, Edmondson provided additional contexts for the use of, quote, collateral concepts, saying that it was used in an innocuous form in the earliest outermost stages of Nexium in order to acclimate victims. They would use personal information to... Yeah, for, for in the beginning, they'd be like, yeah, you um, you did a bad deal with this guy. Mm-hmm. And we know. And if you don't... Do anything. If you don't, if you don't uh, uh, follow what we tell, what we say, uh-huh. we're going to tell everyone what you did. Yeah. Um, hmm. So they, uh, yeah, the collateralizing small amounts of money... That one might forfeit if one did not go to the gym one day. So they'd be like, if you didn't go to the gym, you have to pay us $200. What the fuck? That's how you make yourself a better person. They own your life. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The Times later reported that hundreds of members of left Nexium after Edmondson went public about her experience. December 15th, 2017, in ABC News Magazine 2020, uh, aired an expose including interviews with many former Nexium adherents, including Edmondson and Catherine Oxenberg, who alleged that her daughter India Oxenberg was in danger due to the group. Several, uh, you are. <laughs> yeah. Several former members reported financial and sexual predation by Nexium leaders. Edmondson further reported or uh, further appeared in Escaping Nexium during the first season of CBC podcast Uncover. Uh, I have to listen to that one. I didn't I didn't look that up. Um, seven social, uh, socially prominent Mexicans, including Emilio Salinas Ociela, O-C-C-E-L-L-I. O-C-C-O-C-E-A. O-C-E-A. Uh, son of former President Carlos Salinas de Gortari and Ana Cristina Fox, of, uh, daughter of Vicente Fox. Rosa Laura Yunco, Loretta Garza Davia, um, a business leader for Nueva Luvian. That's two people. Rosa Laura Junco and Loretta Garza Davia. Mm-hmm. Um, Daniela Padilla, Camilla, and Monica Duran 
have been accused of involvement. Um, in 2018, Rainier was arrested and indicted on charges related to DOS, the, the sexual trafficking part mm -hmm. of his organization for sex trafficking and uh, sex trafficking conspiracy, uh, a conspiracy to commit forced labor. Uh, he was also arrested in Mexico and held in New York. He was arrested in Mexico and held uh, in custody in New York after appearing in federal court in Fort Worth. Uh, the indictment alleged that at least one woman was coerced into having sex with him, uh, who forced DOS members to undergo the branding ritual uh, alleged by Edmondson and others. Um, the United States Attorney Richard Donahue stated that Rainier created a social society of women whom he had sex with and branded with his initials, quote, uh, coercing them with the threat of releasing their highly personal information and taking their assets. Mm-hmm. Because at this point, the way that they're, this cult is working is like, I have all of your information, all of your bank accounts and stuff like that. Like, If you I don't can, want your news to get leaked... I, I can literally destroy you. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. He owns their entire life. So even even if they like don't do what he wants, he can steal their identities. Like, Yep. Um, I'm they sure, gave it to him anyway. I, that's what I'm going to say. The, the stuff that he's been given is all of their personal information. So... It's not even stealing their identity. He just has their identity. Yeah. So it'd be like, okay, well, I can literally destroy your entire future. Like, if you leave this organization. Even worse so that I have photos of your nude body mm -hmm. and I know that you, uh, uh, what is it called when you um, know about stocks before they happen? Oh, uh, insider training. Insider training. I know you about mm -hmm. your insider training. All this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, insider training is a lot more common than people know. Like, oh yeah, especially because like uh, I can guarantee you that at least three fourths of American politicians are insider training. They've been uh, they've been found out about it, and they were still up for re-election. They exactly, and even like the the people who bought stocks in AstraZeneca and. Um, uh, the Pfizer vaccines and Moderna vaccines before they had even been awarded the contracts or whatever, um, that was insider training. And people knew about it, and they were just like, oh, sorry, did they sell their stocks? No. They bought all that shit before all these companies became, John, even Johnson Johnson became, before they, like, started research. Started their research or even finished their research. It's like, that's literally insider trading. <laughs> that's yep. literally insider trading. Whatever. Yep. Um, on April 20th, 2018, Mack was arrested and indicted on similar charges to Rainier's, uh, according to prosecutors, after she recruited... Oh, it's Ken. Uh, after she recruited women into the first Nexium and then DOS, Mack coerced them into engaging in sexual... Coerced. Coerced. <laughs> into engaging in sexual activity with Rainier and performing menial tasks for which Rainier allegedly paid her. Allegedly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mac was further investigated, uh, further alleged to be Nexium's second in command after Rainier. On April 24th, Mac was released on a $5 million bond pending trial and held under house arrest with her parents in California. On May 4th, um, I didn't write a date for that. May 4th of 2019, uh, Rainier pled not guilty. Salzman's home was uh, raided shortly after Rainier's arrest, and prosecutors stated during his arraignment that further arrests and a superseding indictment for Rainier and Mac should be expected. 
Uh, in late May, authorities moved to seize two Nexium-owned properties near Albany. In April of 2018, uh, the New York Post reported that Nexium had moved to Brooklyn, New York, and was being led by Claire Bronfman. June 12th, 20- one of the Seagram's girls. Yeah. June 12th, 2018, the Times Union reported that Nexium had suspended its operations due to, quote, extraordinary circumstances facing the company. <laughs> You're under the lawsuit. Company. Yeah. Uh, Bronfman was arrested on July 24th and also charged with racketeering. Multi-level marketing mm-hmm. pyramid. Uh, she was released to house arrest after signing a $100 million bail bond. Um, also re- arrested and charged with the same crime were Nexium President Nancy Salzman, her daughter... And another Dexium employee, Kathy Russell. So New York is really coming down on these people. Mm-hmm. And deservedly so. Oh, absolutely. Uh, March 13th, 2019, Nancy Salzman pled guilty to a charge of racketeering, criminal conspiracy. Um, also in March of 2019, Lauren Salzman pled guilty to racketeering and a racketeering conspiracy. On April 8th, 2019, Mac pled guilty to racketeering. On April 19th, 2019, Bronfman pled guilty to charges of, quote, harboring an alien and identity fraud. Bookkeeper Russell also pled guilty to visa fraud. So basically, a bunch of higher-ups in this company are like, yeah, we're all guilty. Yeah, we were definitely human sex trafficking. Mm -hmm. Uh, We did a lot of shit under the books that were doing a lot of shit. Mm -hmm. So, sorry about it. Uh, Rainier's federal trial began on May 7, 2019, and on June 19, 2019, he was convicted of racketeering and sex trafficking. January 2020, a federal lawsuit was filed in New York accusing Rainier and 14 associates of conducting illegal psychological experiments on members of the company and abusing them physically, emotionally, and financially. Jesus Christ. September 30th, 2020, Judge Nicholas G. Garifus uh, of the United States District Court for the Eastern District of New York sentenced Bronfman to six years and nine months in federal prison. Her attorney promised to appeal, calling the sentence, quote, an abomination. Oh, and she got six years in jail for doing all of her bullshit. Sex trafficking, racketeering. Just <laughs> whatever else she did. Like, hey, she didn't kill anybody. Yeah, yeah but she ruined people's lives and stole ruined shit tons lives, of money. I'm sure somebody died in the sex trafficking. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Jesus. Um, I just, okay. And the I, company, still operational. Uh-huh. Uh, well, I do have to ask the question. Um. And I feel like we've asked this question any... I've asked this question anytime we talk about cults. I don't understand how these people get so easily convinced to do all these things. I mean, they tell you what you want to hear. I guess so. I don't I, know how... I would... I I sit from a place of privilege, I guess, where I say it couldn't happen to me. Uh-huh. But I, I don't know. I seriously doubt that it could happen to me. I don't think that it could happen to me either. I'm such an independent thinker that if you're trying to tell me what I need to think of, like... Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. I think it's wrong. Yeah. Probably shouldn't do that. And so then the fact that these like full ass actors and actresses and high up politicians. But and... these are a lot of people that are like, I will do what you tell me to if I'm going to get this in return. But can you not look at this company and see like, what are you actually offering me? Like, what success stories have they had of, you know, helping people be better? That's the question. That's the question with any business. Is you look at the business and say, what 
look let's look at the reviews what have what success has come out of this business before i pay two million dollars for it or more like what have you done good so why would you just do that i don't know that's i i personally people don't that would say wops wops uh personally i look at it and, and say i could never be in a cult but I mean, you don't know i don't know but and uh, this is the argument that happens all the time is that i think that organized religion is a cult so uh, not even argument my statement uh i think that organized religion is a cult and people all believe that so <laughs> people believe anything honestly i mean if enough people tell them the same thing uh-huh. and things uh, materialize well that's it also made me question at these uh the seagram daughters that they were going out there and doing um terrible things to these people and by oh. that i mean like yeah, I'm, I'm probably I'm, drugging them, getting them in bed with them, and then being like, "Look, I've got blackmail on you. You need to join Nexium." I don't know. I, I didn't see it in the literature I was reading, but I I heard it on one of the the YouTube's that I was mm-hmm. listening to. Was that um, this woman just fully kept a, a, an illegal immigrant mm-hmm. in her house for six months? No, oh. great. So. You, you didn't think, like, why is she here? Mm-hmm. They just were like, keep her in your house. She was like, okay. Okay. I just have this person. Great. But, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Is like, she, they were both recruiting people and getting people into the company and whatnot. So it makes me have to, begs the question, what was your role in this company? I think it was largely. Henchmen. Uh, hench- it was henchmen. It was getting people to come and, oh, yes, please. Um, getting people to come uh, and be a part of the organization. And the whole organization was based on the idea of blackmail. So that's what I'm thinking is the, the way that she got some of these people to be a part of the company, or they both got some of the people to be a part of the company. And I know this is, this is during the time of the Me Too movement, so I'm not sitting here and, and blaming women here. But at the same time, women do have the power to do what they need to do. So if she drugs someone... And then takes them up to their hotel room and then they wake up and she's naked and she's like, look, I won't tell anyone that you did whatever to me, um, but uh, you did whatever to me. So if you join Nexium and pay them this money and blah, 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 then like, I won't tell anyone, but I still have this, like, look, I already took pictures of like you doing whatever to me and like all this other stuff. And it was against my consent and, you know, uh... Like, blaming sexual assault and saying, like, you're part of this fucking cult now. Um, that I, I would not put it past them. If, they, if they're told by Nexium, go get these people to be a part of this organization, they're going to do anything at all well, costs do to do it. they're going to do Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. That they were out there doing drugging and, and getting people to uh, be a part of these organizations at all costs. Like... Fuck, that's some crazy ass shit. So, I don't know. That's my thing, and I definitely think this whole thing was a cult. Uh, but also, when you hey, get guess what? Still a cult. Still a cult. Um, when you get this much power, as uh, Rainier did, um, he thought that he could just do whatever he wanted. Well, he to. thought he was perfect. He thought that he was perfect, and, and thought that he was. But see, and like, 
That's a problem. That's what where I have my my issue with uh, confident salesmen because confident salesmen can sell whatever. Yeah, great, but do you believe in the product? Like that's that's the the major question. And they're like, oh well, a confident salesman doesn't need to believe in the product. It's like that's a, that's that's crossing the line into uh, psychotic. Yeah. Because then at that point, you are so full of your bullshit that you can bullshit to anyone. And that, while that might may make a great salesman to sell to people, does not make you a good person. Like It makes you a, it a, makes you a, psychotic. A narcissist and a uh-huh. sociopath. Correct. I believe that entirely. So, I don't know. When the company that I work for now, again, uh, whenever they're like, oh, these, you know, your close rate and blah, blah, blah. And like people who can sell to whoever I'm like... Yeah, no, I'm selling people because I like certain things about, like, what I'm doing to help design their floors or whatever. I'm not trying – and we find a solution. Uh, I'm not trying to be like, oh, yeah, you need to buy this product because this is – I'm telling you to buy this product. I don't want that. I will, And if that means a dip in my close rate, I am perfectly okay with that. I'm not going to push a product that a customer is not going to actually – that's not actually going to be useful to a customer. Yeah. I'm not going to sell a solid hardwood to a customer that's in a floodplain that is going to get flooded in – one to three years for uh, or whatever or have some sort of moisture come in the floor just because i'm gonna make a dollar off of it uh or make not a dollar but make good money off of it uh i'm gonna sell them you know something plastic that will not be affected by any water underneath their floors because that's what's gonna matter uh and if they don't like the plastic then they're gonna buy from me so if they wanted the hardwood i can show them the hardwood but then like i have to explain to them that this is what's gonna affect them you know mm-hmm. uh so that is having a conscience. And so when you're sell- being able to sell whatever the fuck you want to sell uh, and not having any problem with that, like that's narcissistic, uh, like like you said, narcissistic, and uh, I think it's psychotic. That's, that's a level of psych- psychosis that um, I'm not comfortable with. So, because that's lying. That, that's yeah. lying to someone and uh, misleading someone, and that's not how you do that. Well, that's what people, that's what all these companies that are, doing this kind Pyramid of schemes. executive uh-huh. uh, professional experience uh, classes. Mm-hmm. You're telling people to uh, strong arm their way in mm-hmm. without, uh, you know, thinking about, does somebody actually want mm-hmm. this? Well, I even look at these companies like Herbalife or whenever like Pampered Chef has a Pampered Chef parties or the Mary Kay like things. Yeah, I mean, like if somebody wants something, they're gonna find it. They're gonna find it. They can buy. Seek them out. Exactly, and they can go get that shit on their own. I think these little parties that are, are. are being played is like a guilty thing. It's like, oh, well, it's I should have. It is. I showed up to this person's house and they spent all this money on this like wine and food and stuff like that and I didn't buy anything from their, their website so they're not getting commission off this. It's like, that's whole on guilt showing up at this person's house and not buying something for their fucking catalog. It's guilt not going too. Yes, exactly. They're begging, they're basing on the uh, suburbanites guilt of like, oh, well, I'm at this person's house. Like, I need to bring something or buy something. Like, or both. <laughs> so... And that's just fucking crazy to me. So crazy to me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I, I really hope this company, more shit goes down and we find a lot more information and that they put these people away and just dissolve the company because these people do not need to be in this anymore. And it's uh, quite sad to see that so many people are a part of that. A but, lot of people. Oh, yeah, exactly. 
It's not as bad as Scientology. That's also fucking But that's crazy a different story. That's a, that's a different topic. Mm. But that's a religion. Is it? I think that's a cult. I think it's a cult too, but they claim to be, a, at least Nexium is like, we're not a religion. We're a self-help organization. That's true. That doesn't make it better. No. It especially, doesn't make it worse, though. Especially because even it would be a little bit better if he had held himself as a just a business and didn't take a step into his power of, oh, I can control people's lives situation. I'm start a sex cult. The sex cult part. Uh, he can keep stealing people's money based on their own stupidity. Go for it. That's what businesses do all the time. Um, but if you're taking that step into controlling people, branding them, uh, forcing them to, you know, do whatever in their lives, that's where it becomes a cult. And that's where I have the problem here, honey. Okay. But whatever. Cause I can still criticize them and say like, Oh look, they're stealing people's money. But, uh, if people are buying into it, they're still a viable business, I guess. I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, your full business model is tricking people. Mm-hmm. Which is good for you. You're you're working that capitalist system, stealing people's money and using their own stupidity against them because people inherently are really stupid. So, yeah, why not? Why not steal it from them? Yeah, take their yeah. money. Take their money. My goodness, what an episode. That was an episode. We we talked about a range of topics here. We really did. We really, really did. We really did. Um Yeah, well are are you done talking about Nexium? Yes. Oh, you, do we have to yell do we have anything else to yell about? Uh What's up with those airplane food? Oh, what is it with airline food? We haven't been on a plane in years. In a very long period of time. Actually. Is it okay to say years now? A year and... Mine would be a year. When was the last time I was on a plane? I flew to Cabo back in January of 2020. So it's a year and a few months. Mine was March. (laughs) The first week of March. Oh, you went to San Francisco. Yeah. I was like, let me fly into the upper center. Yeah. Um, right into where everything's we at. We probably got COVID there. because You was, probably brought it back to me. We talked about being sick the, the first week or the first uh, week of COVID. All of us were just like. Yeah, but mm. mine was like two days. It wasn't like. It was mild. A yeah. big thing. Yeah, but all of us had it. Yeah. Because I think like me, you, Savannah, uh, Thomas. Um, Kendall felt Kendall bad. Kendall felt bad. Yeah, all of us. It was just like a combo of just all. Of, but we were all like, I just piling the problem no i was like mm, i'm ill i don't have allergies though <laughs> oh my god mine wasn't any and mine was just like fatigue i was like i don't want to do nothing well see that's the thing is like i haven't felt bad this season so i'm like maybe that was COVID. i think it was COVID. i think we all had COVID, and i never got went and got an antibody test so i never i don't i well you see when i was in san francisco i was just like licking poles and stuff so Dicks. maybe that johnson's <laughs> No, street poles. Oh. Dicks? <laughs> street lights. Oh. Dicks? <laughs> I'm still confused. Uh, big metal. Metal sculpture <laughs> to the sky with light? Dicks. Still confused. You got it. <laughs> you got it. You See that light pole outside? 
dicks. <laughs> Just <laughs> that's a big on. one. <laughs> that's a big dick. Um. Anyways. Anyways. Yeah, it has been years since we've been on flights, but it's okay. It's been year. It's okay. We'll call. It's been years since I was on a flight. Year since I've been on a flight. It's been year. But been hey. Year. Hey. It's for horses. <laughs> no. And cows like you. Oh! No? Why are you so fucking stupid? I don't know. Um, well, we like to thank our sister podcast. Let's, <laughs> Let's talk, talk about, about gay stuff. stuff. Let's talk about gay stuff. Brings us all of the latest and greatest gay shit, honey. Um, they will like to educate the youths of all of the things that we need to know. They've been bringing us uh, two or three topics for almost a year now, uh, every single week. So you guys got a lot of gay history to catch up on. Listen. 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 To listen. listen. It's gay. It's very gay. Uh, so you can listen to them at Let's Talk About Gay Stuff com. Let's Talk About Gay Stuff on a Facebook and Instagram and Talk Gay Stuff on Twitter. You can send them an email at Let's talk about gay stuff at gmail.com. And of course, we can't forget about our stepchild. Oh, wait, we did forget about them in the We've closet that one time. We forget about her. They're in that closet. That poor, poor oh, thing. Goodness, that's our Ruby podcast. Ooh. Our Ruby podcast brings you the latest and greatest in dra- televised drag race competitions. Oh, yes. Um, wrapping up here on season 13. Finally. It's been months a, and months and seasons worth of season 13. It's been four 13. seasons, four. Four season yeah. 13. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we got a top four. Uh, Candy shouldn't be there, but mm, what can you do? Mm. Uh, so we got a top three. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be so pissed if she makes it to, like the top two lip sync. I don't know what they're going to do. Uh, they're going to, I don't know. They're going to do something to piss us all off. Yeah. So, um, I mean, because they still can't have a live event, so maybe they'll do that top three thing like they did with the last one. Who knows? And if Candy's there, well, I will I will break I will a television. Burn a bridge down I will somewhere. cry because I've broken my television. Mm-hmm. Um, That's our Ruby Podcast. Our Ruby Podcast <laughs> is available on all platforms and ourrubypodcast.com. Mm-hmm. Our Ruby Podcast on uh, Facebook and Instagram. And you could also send us an email at ourrupeepodcast at gmail.com. But we'd like to thank our OG sponsor, Economy Works. Economy Works. They are a freelance talent network that connects professionals with project work. If you're a company that needs help writing job descriptions, conducting marketing analysis, and managing your social media platforms, Economy Works has an extensive talent network of freelance professionals ready to help you do more with less. Economy Works. When we work, the economy, economy works. works. Find out more about Economy Works at EC. Oh, I'm sorry, EconomyWorks.com. E C O N O M I W O R K S dot com. Economy Works. Y U M. That was good. To the spelling. Why? We're changing it up every yeah. every week. We get a different sing along. I'm just really into slam poetry right mm, now. Yes, slam poetry. Mm. Um, I do have to mention one thing at the very end of this podcast. Your 